There is a beautiful retrospective right now at Mia that we want to tell you about. It's called The Lyrical Artwork of Jim Denome. It's on view at the Minneapolis Institute of Art. Arts reporter Alex V. Sapoli looks at the lasting impact of the late Minnesota artist. At Mia, a group of school kids walked through Denome's exhibition. Curator Nicole Sokup checks in. Are you guys enjoying your day at the museum? Yeah. They are surrounded by Denome's paintings and totem-like sculptures. The dreamy artworks swirl with his signature palette, violet and indigo, fuchsia, turquoise, and mustard yellow. What's been your favorite thing so far? Multicolored paintings like these. The vibrant colors disarm, inviting in tough stories, like a rainbow Trojan horse. Denemy's correctives to the historical record, from Fort Snelling to the pipeline protest at Standing Rock in South Dakota. So my art reflects my identity and experience as a contemporary Native American male in the 21st century. At the show's entry, a 2016 video interview with Denemy loops. Sukup says it was important to include Denemy's voice first, to allow Denemy to define himself, his art, in his own terms. And also it reflects some of the government campaigns that affected Native culture in Minnesota and around the country, too, and how it ultimately affected me um, through the Assimilation Campaign, the Relocation Act. In early 2022, Denemy, the internationally acclaimed Ojibwe painter, was in the thick of planning a mid-career exhibition with Mia. Then, cancer struck. Denemy died two weeks after his diagnosis. He was only 66. All of these issues define or, or shape my identity. It's my identity what shapes my art. That exhibition opened this summer, transforming into a posthumous survey of the famous colorist's career, a career that skewered mainstream histories and purveyors of injustice, while championing the joy and resilience of Native communities. Many say the show is just the beginning of building his legacy, as is the Jim Denemy Memorial Scholarship, created to help rising Native artists in the upper Midwest who embody what Denemy valued, truth and community. Since 2019, Sokup had been working closely with Denemy planning the show. On this summer day at the Mia, Sukup stands dwarfed by some of Denemy's most monumental paintings. These paintings that you laugh at and you also want to cry. You don't know which way you should react to it, but you're probably going to react both ways. In his paintings, Denemy packs in a motley crew of characters, pulling them from history, pop culture, and current events. There are Blue Bunnies and the Dakota 38 plus 2, the Mona Lisa and Minneapolis police officers, American Indian Movement activists, and the Wizard of Oz crew. Take Eminent Domain, a 10-foot-wide canvas with a sort of pictographic map of the U.S. So flying high above the scene in the sky, we have an eagle carrying away a dachshund. And right next to them, you see Eva Knievel jumping his bike across the church. But directly below that, you see depictions of sexual abuse by boarding schools and the Catholic Church. You see a depiction of the ghost dance from Wounded Knee and the reality of Wounded Knee. Denemy was an enrolled member of the Lac Couture tribe. Born in Hayward, Wisconsin, he grew up in South Minneapolis. He knew he wanted to be an artist since he was a little kid but dropped out of high school when a counselor discouraged him from pursuing art. In the 70s and 80s, he did drywall and fell into a life of what he called partying and addiction. He returned to art in the 90s, studying at the University of Minnesota. I went back to drywall, but it became a vehicle that allowed me to paint what I wanted to paint and not necessarily what I needed to sell.
he went on to paint with what his wife, author Diane Wilson, calls a righteous anger rooted in the government's treatment of Native people. This included his own family. His grandparents were taken from their family and placed in Native boarding schools. And his son sent home stories from protesting at Standing Rock, sharing with his father the violent treatment of nonviolent activists. In his art, that anger mixed with wit and whimsy to create what Denemy called a metaphorical realism. But Denemy's legacy isn't only his art, says Sukup. His legacy is going to be a lot of things and things that we won't even know about, right? Because we're only 16 months after his passing. But hand in hand with all of it is his mentorship and care for community, friends, family, and the amount of people who have stories. The amount of people who Jim gave undivided attention to is profound. His longtime friend, mentee, and fellow Ojibwe artist, Andrea Carlson, agrees. I didn't know what I was doing, but he was like, keep doing it. And just the applause and, you know, this kind of keep going, keep going. And I I feel like I need to to do that for other artists now. I kind of take the Jim Denemy mandate and, and apply it to other artists that are just starting out because I needed that. Textile artist Maggie Thompson recalls always seeing Denemy showing up at exhibition openings. Because of his position in the art world, it was just like really cool to see him show up regardless of who or where. Thompson was recently awarded the 2023 Jim Denemy Memorial Scholarship. Thompson says one thing she shares with Denemy is her commitment to community. She mentors and employs young artists, even touring the Denemy exhibition with them. She's from the Fond du Lac Ojibwe and based in Minneapolis. She says the $10,000 award has given her a boost at a moment when she was struggling. So I was like feeling a little lost and a little defeated. So I felt like receiving the award kind of gave me the motivation and gave me a reminder of why I do what I do. Diane Wilson, Denemy's wife, says the community was shocked at his quick passing, which sparked the scholarship. People needed to do something. So they poured their grief into donations. In the wooded hills of Schaefer, Minnesota, Wilson walks the grounds of the home and studios she long shared with Denemy. She points to a cut tree stump in the grass. That was going to be a next sculpture. He got sick so suddenly that, you know, it's like he just left in the middle of a lot of projects. In their living room, Wilson sits beneath one of his paintings. She's seen the exhibition, but wants to go back. To me, this is one of the most significant shows of his career. And that's why, that's why I'm so glad that he got to share his vision of it, that he and Nicole planned it together before he got sick, so that it turned it into his, one of his last shows, that he got to choose what people would see. It's, to me, really poignant. She wants to see other artists carry his torch forward. And I hope that he continues to inspire artists to do work that also speaks to what's going on in the world, that artists as truth-tellers, because that's a lot of what Jim was doing, was speaking truth, both historically and in the present, about what has happened to and within Native communities. And that, I hope, will continue. I hope that's his legacy. The Lyrical Art of Jim Denemy is on view through March 2024. I'm Alex Fisapoli, NPR News, Schaefer, Minnesota. And this story was made possible by the Minnesota Legacy Amendments Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.